Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey. Uh, I have in my left hand the 2nd of April 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Um, we tried to get into this one last week, uh, sadly we failed, but we'll, we'll give it another go now. Um... On the front cover, as I showed you last time, Sam, is the Michael Grade, by the looks of it, being punched out by um, Alan Arrow, mm. who's the hero of the, the new Who is Arrow story. Um, it also promises, within the pages of the comic, um, Gordon Davies of Fulham in the Sign Please section, and also a super snap of Aston Villa's Ken McNaught in colour. <laughs> I have no recollection of him. That's not good. Aston Villa's Ken McNaught. Where is he now? Well, there he is in the in the pages of the comic. Can you see that? Looks holding, like a nice bloke holding a, a, a trophy shield aloft. Uh, he what is. What the fuck is that shield that, he's holding aloft? That's the Super Cup. Um, oh, is that when the European Cup winners play the UEFA Cup? Exactly. Winners? It says a super moment as Aston Villa's Ken McNaught celebrates his side winning the Super Cup. They've beaten Spain's Barcelona 3 0 after losing the first leg 1 0. Fucking hell, go on, Villa. It all adds up to a great super snap souvenir, it says. Trying to convince the readers that this is something they might want to cut out and keep. If you're a Villa fan, maybe you would. I don't know. Simpler times, of course. Um, let's get into the. Um, the meat of the of the comic, which is of course the Royal the Rover story, uh, we'll just briefly catch up with this as far as we got last week. Uh, the players and officials of Melchester Rovers were confident Roy wouldn't Roy would rather reject a fabulous offer to become player manager of Walford Rovers, but Roy wasn't happy about recent criticism of his team selections, and he decided to take drastic action in a league match against Lowly Redstoke. And there we see Charlie Carter, who's been subbed off because Roy thinks that he's injured. Um, and Redstock have gone two one in front. Um, He's taken his top off, Charlie Carter. We haven't got to that yet. Hang on. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. Fucking hell! But he said he's storming off, and I, I looked up, I looked at the picture, and he was storming off. But anyway, go on. So Roy's just telling me he's going off, and um, he says, Roy says that I saw you wince with pain when you went down oh, yeah. for that shot. And Roy has got no time for winces or shrinkers. No within the squad uh, it says Redstock had just scored to take a 2-1 lead and we get a, a close up of Roy's serious face which we'll get now and again whenever a very no serious shirking, point is no shrinking no wincing no mincing no that's nonsense. the Roy Raceway <laughs> and absolutely no nonsense we did have a problem with that once but uh, <laughs> we flushed that out of the fucking club I can tell quickly. you that took that lad for a, a trip to the woods and we don't talk uh, about that anymore yeah. No one will be fucking bothered by him again, trust me. <laughs> he said, right, uh, Blackie wanted to do something called a chemical castration on him. Um, <laughs> He'd seen it on World in Action, but, and he liked the look of it. 
<laughs> it was very. It was a complicated process. I said, "Doug, keep it simple. We just need him. We just need him out of circulation. Bash him over the head. Stick him in the pit. Jumped on." I said, "Blackie, no one's going to miss the con." I says, "Blackie, we're ordinary men. We're not scientists. We're not doctors. <laughs> we're going to dabble in chemical castration, my friend." Let's let's not meddle in things we do not understand. The black magic of the science community. No. <laughs> Stay in our lane. Very much so. Problem solved. So Roy is, uh, as I say, it's a very serious point that he's making. And he's telling Charlie Carter, remember, you've only just recovered from a broken collarbone. Maybe you've damaged it again. I don't know. As I said, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't fucking know, do I? <laughs> but I'm not taking any chances. It's for your own good, lad. Uh, this is, of course, the 2nd of April, 1983. And it was probably the issues from around about July 1982 when mm. uh, the cricket match happened when um, Charlie Carter damaged his collarbone. So this has gone on for, for nine months in, real, in, in our time. Fuck knows where the time frame is. There's a website, I think, where someone's gone through all the issues and they've done a fixture list and results for each season for Melchester. And there's only like five games in each season, really. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they never play the full amount. Mm. So, um, there but, we are. Yeah, I suppose you look back on any season in, in your real club's history and, and very often there's, I guess, maybe half a dozen fixtures that seem to sort of define the season. Yeah, that you remember even. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, you might have a pull off some sort of giant killing. Yeah. Then there'll be some really ignominious defeat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You're knocked yeah. out of the cup by some bunch of cunts. Yeah. The game that gets your manager sacked. That's it, really. So I think that's Pretty the much. way that Melchester, that's yeah. the way that Roy the Rovers play that's it. That's what they're I doing, isn't it? Makes sense. Just giving us the best bits completely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Charlie Carter does indeed, as you mentioned there before, <laughs> rips his fucking jersey off, which he has to do because, as we said before, there's no goalkeeper subs back then. There's just one substitute. So someone yeah. is going to have to put so on that- Charlie Carter's sweaty jersey. Oh, and let us guess who it's going to be. Listen, <laughs> fucking Roy is like, this is an ins Of all the things Roy's done, this is one of the most insane, right? Well, we don't know you that bit. Yet again, you're jumping ahead. We don't know because there's a bit Listen, more. listen. <laughs> I know enough about Roy the Rovers without looking ahead that we know what's going to fucking unravel. I, could t- I haven't read this, but I think anyone who follows the Roy the Rovers deep dive knows that Roy is going to fucking put himself in goal and then he's going to play an absolute blinder and I wouldn't put it past the cunt to sco- score. go up the other end and score, score the winner with the goalie shirt on. Yeah, That's fucking... And that is the whole thing, like everything, is an ego trip for Roy. Every Charlie Carter's been out for ages. Tubby Morgan was shit, but Roy, just because he wanted to prove some sort of point to everyone, kept him mm. in anyway. He eventually brings back Charlie the Cat Carter Imagine it doesn't matter if he's a bit injured. There's no goalie on the bench. You keep the cunt on. Yeah. He thinks Roy's like, no, I think we'd be better off going down to 10 men. And not only that, putting me, the best player in the team, in goal, sacrificing myself. Well, fucking lunacy. But look at like Charlie Carter, an imp- a quite an impressive torso. It is, yeah. But in those yeah. days, the standards were lower. Yeah. You know, now all of them have six packs, well, all of them have like yeah. 0% body fat. He's sort of he's got a bit more meat to him than the modern day pro, but um, 
Certainly, he's no Tubby Morgan, but he's left the shirt crumpled at the feet of Roy, yes. as if to say, "No, you're wet, covered <laughs> in Charlie Carter sweat. You're <laughs> sticky and disgusting. You must wear now on your skin. You'll get between um sticks, Chief <laughs> Chief Man, <laughs> Chief, Chief Roy. Race. <laughs> so Carter's fierce. He's fucking livid." And there's well, a you bit would of, be, wouldn't you? And there's a bit of Lamparding going on in the crowd. Carter's furious. Fancy tearing off his jersey and throwing it at Roy's feet. Yeah, there's, well. There's no excuse for that kind of behaviour. Oh, oh, God. Fuck off. But you've got to feel sorry for him. <laughs> so, well, uh, which is it, cunt? Do you feel sorry for him? Or do you think there's no excuse for that sort of behaviour? Get off the fence, cunt. Fuck. Everyone's got a fucking opinion, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, some people have got two. Um, some people have got... They've all got opinions until it fucking happens to them. Mm. Like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, so there, the the rest of the Rovers team are kind of gathering round and having a bit of a chat about what's going on. It says, the other Rovers shared the feelings of the fans. Um, Duncan says, I know Charlie has had a bad game. But he's a specialist player. <laughs> Is that what he calls them? Yeah. Goalkeepers. Specialist he's a specialist player. player. <laughs> That's why he wears a different colour. To indicate <laughs> his specialism. I've researched it. It always bothered me why he always <laughs> stood in one place. I used to shout at him, fucking run a bit more, will you, Charlie? You just fucking stand there the whole game. You never change positions. And then I looked it up, and apparently that's what he's supposed to do. It's I've a specialist position. Investigated the history of the game, and it turns out there is a colour code. Grandad <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gosden says one of the best keepers in the country on his day. And there's, uh, <laughs> I think that's Jimmy Slade. It's always Jimmy Slade. I got a lovely crap of beetroots <laughs> coming through in my allotment. If you fancy any. <laughs> Duncan, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stop going on about your allotment in the middle of games. No, it's very I good. Do, I do not care. Well, if you're not a fan of beetroots, it's uh, onion season's coming around Be- very soon as well. Very good, very good for oxidants, antioxidants, yeah, I, I've heard. It's very good for the system. Now, last year, I had one of the best crops I've ever had. This year, we had a, a much longer, drier summer. <laughs> so uh, my hopes are particularly high. But I'm, you know, I am hoping to get a decent amount and uh, perhaps make some, some of that beetroot soup they have in Russia. I'm finding myself drawn towards the leak circuit, the leak display <laughs> circuit, because there's a lot, of, there's a lot of money to be made on the side. If you can produce a prize-winning leak, you do the tour of all the county shows. A man can make a lot of money. It's a very, very For goodness sake, Matt. <laughs> This is neither the time or the place Wait. to talk about your ambitions in league competitions. We are two one down against Redstoke. Lonely Redstoke, no less. <laughs> Jimmy Slade said it was going to take his place as Roy picks up the jersey in the background. <laughs> Mood, you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah, only yeah. I want the game over nice and quick because I'm going up the disco with Sam <laughs> Doris tonight. I reckon I'm going to probably get me nuts in. <laughs> What's that? A new Doris? Are you interested in my beetroots, Jimmy? I don't know what you're talking about. I've never eaten a vegetable in my life. Look at me. I'm fighting fit, strapping. I'm in my fucking prime. I'm gorgeous. 
Oh, no, I'll take that back because chips is vegetables, isn't they? Yeah, I have chips. Yeah. Um, well, you are a good-looking man. I won't deny it, but you, nevertheless, a good beetroot would see you even better, perhaps. I'll tell you what. You Shut up, Gulston. You want to be careful, young Jimmy. Those venereal diseases that's going around. I heard all about them. Beetroot can help you with them. They can stave off the STDs. Nah, don't worry about that. I'll get all my Doris's checked out, don't I? <laughs> I pay for it myself. It's very simple. I get him the old MOT from a dodgy GP I know that Roy put me in touch with, right? He gives him the once over and I say, if you check out, I pay. If you fail it, you pay. Simple as that. Very fair. <laughs> so far, it's worked out nicely for me. Um, I've had different fanny every night of the week. That's the Jimmy Slade way. A lot of admin involved, but it's worth it. <laughs> Keep your cotton balls clean. <laughs> I've got a little sink in my digs where I stay. I've got a sink next to the bed that I can wash my cock and balls in before I get down to it. And afterwards. <laughs> I keep a little rag hanging off it and all. The, the last place I was in didn't have a sink. I used to wipe it on the curtains when I finished. But uh, <laughs> I think I'm more sophisticated now. I'd stick my willy out the window and dip it in the guttering if there were a bit of rainwater in there, splash it about a bit. You know, it makes the Doris feel a little bit more ladylike, like you're making an effort. Hold on a minute, love. I'm just going to splosh my cock in the gutter. <laughs> right, I'm ready now. Just dry it off on the curtains and I'm good to go. Here we go. <laughs> I stand for a full house. Three, two, one, bang. Here we are. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Slade <laughs> sings his own name while he's having it off. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Slade. Right, I'm finished now. Go on, tell her. Do you remember that thing from Pop Bitch from years and years ago about Tom Baker, former Doctor Who, of his, no. what he would say when he was uh, uh, beginning the act of Congress, let's say. He would say in that, right. that rich, plummy voice that he has, Tom, yeah. Tom's putting it in now. Oh, God. I actually think Tom Baker is an awful man. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, I actually have... I've got a few... Uh, I've got a I've few got inside some stories about... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, and also just that. I mean, it is obviously hilarious, but at the same time, it's like, Tom's putting it in now. That's a toxic lover right there. <laughs> He's a toxic lover. Toxic lover. <laughs> He once played Doctor Who, believe it. <laughs> yeah, what did we said, didn't it? Um, mm. Where are we? Yeah, who's going to take his place? It says Jimmy Slade's question was soon answered. Roy! He's going in goal! Oh, surprise, surprise. And they're all <laughs> fucking confused and elated in the crowd. I'm fucking, I'm an amazing goalkeeper. Watch our, this. Our best player and top goal scorer. He should have given yeah. the job to someone else and stayed up front. Well, it's a good point because, you know, they've got this match to win and they're 2-1 uh, they're down. Who's going to get the goals? It's like a fucking, this, this new Scotsman, they've signed Glenn Ritchie. Is he going to do it? I doubt it. Jimmy Slade, Jimmy he's got Slade one eye on the fucking well, nest, doesn't exactly. he? Exactly. It says, um, Roy spoke swiftly to the Rovers substitute, Mervyn Wallace. Merv, I want you to operate in your old left-wing role. Run at their defence and cause as many problems as you can. Try and force them into mistakes. Football is that simple. 
Um, <laughs> Merv Wallace says, got it, Roy. So play recommences. Fuck knows where Charlie Carter's gone. Um, it says, but searching eagerly for another goal, Redstoke was soon on the attack again. Uh, Stoke are keen to test Roy before he can settle in. And uh, one of the Redstoke players has got the ball on the edge of the box, just outside the D. There's three Rovers defenders in the box. Come on, Baxter, what's the matter? Get that ball! <laughs> Get that ball! Get that ball! <laughs> Uh, that, that must be Noel Baxter in the middle there, standing off. Um, and Bash sh- you fucking clown. Yeah. Stop dicking about and get your fucking foot in. Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jalapeño. So um, as the Manchester defender continue to back away, and indeed he does there, and the shot comes in, Blam! Outside of the right boot of the Red Stork player. Um, he was trying to protect Roy, says one of them. <laughs> but all he's done is given them a free shot. <laughs> and he has the shot blasts past Baxter. Um, heading towards the top corner, look. Racy flings himself towards it and it bounces off his right elbow. So, um, not very conventional, but it bounces over the bar. Um, and the Lampard's in the crowd are shouting saved Racy a bit unorthodox but he kept it out and uh, he has like a Blatty Grace face surprise cunts yeah. I'm a fucking top class I'm keeper I'm a keeper as well you see Blatty Grace face he's <laughs> stunned and surprised I don't know what yeah. Blatty Grace doing on the fucking uh... I didn't think anything you could do could surprise me Roy but every day you come up with something that makes me see you in a new light. I'm an attacking midfielder, Roy, but I thought I'd come back and stand next to you in case you needed any help or maybe a morale boost, maybe just some words of encouragement. Here I am, Roy. Here, can, see me. I could be a hype man like them rappers have in America. <laughs> I could walk into a room before you and just shout positive things about you. <laughs> That's exactly what Blackie is, isn't it? So the ball goes out for a corner. And it says, Roy yelled at his players, uh, Stop playing nursemaid! <laughs> playing nursemaid. You're crowding me! I'll be okay if you stick to your normal game. And look, there's loads of them in front of him. Is that meant to help? I'm not really sure. And they all look sh- shocked and stunned by this verbal assault. Uh, Roy was drawing on all his vast experience of what? Being a goalkeeper. Uh, Cross comes in and he, he punches it away. Uh, good clearance. He's found Mervyn Wallace. So there's Roy's plan. has been put into action. He's punched straight out to Merv Wallace on the left wing. Um, Roy shouts at him, Get going, Merv! Don't stop for anything! And Merv does indeed do that. He's fucking tearing down the left wing there. 
fucking running around all the defenders. Uh, hey, he's having a go. Nice one, Mervin. Shout some prick. Um, he's he's reminding us all that he's still as fast and tricky as ever. Well, how come he's not in the team then? Who's left wing? It's Paco Diaz, isn't it? Usually, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen much of Paco for a while, or ever an idiot. Hmm. Mm, could the be two flair players, <laughs> two, mm. two non-English players, two non-Caucasians. Yeah. Um, well, we've we've got rid of that comic strip about the black kid with the space invader obsession, and we're going <laughs> to dial back the uh, the uh, the non-Caucasians. Let's say we've done a bit of Market focus research. grouping, and uh, the main thing that's come back from the British public is more whites. <laughs> They want a bit more. They want a little bit more flavour of white supremacy in their. Do you have any uh, any comments uh, at the bottom of the questionnaire? We have left a small space for you to write in anything that you would like to see more of. Ninety percent of people just simply wrote the word white. (laughs) There were one or two who put "send them back." Wasn't quite sure what to make of that, but anyway, suffice to say, we're we're dropping Vernon Elliott for a little while. <laughs> One of them said Enoch was right. I think I know what he meant by that. So uh, we're just going to tweak things for a little bit. Um, there's Mervyn Wallace whizzing down the down the wing. Mervyn carried out Roy's instructions to the letter. Um, well, that's Mervyn. That's a great Mervyn club man. He is selfless, and he. Mm fucking fires a cross in I don't know if it's a cross or a shot or what because it bounces off one of the defenders uh, just in front of the six yard box who hits hits his knee bounces out and he goes oof uh, loose ball shouts someone in the crowd <laughs> look loose, loose ball. ball loose ball <laughs> someone I'm not sure who it is play on <laughs> loose ball play on <laughs> oh Advantage! Um, some one of the <laughs> Manchester players shouts, "It's yours, Kenny Logan!" And it falls to Logan, who I guess they, is tasked with getting the goals now that Roy's in goal. Uh, and he hits it first time, left foot, um, just past the post. Unfortunately, oh, just past the upright. Hard luck, Kenny. Oh heck! <laughs> Redstoke are all over the place. Yeah, they're still fucking winning though, pal. 2-1. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile, down at the other end, Roy has got his fists clenched. He's got Charlie Carter's fucking um, skin-tight red, red gloves on. That could be made Old out of... school goalie gloves that were basically like those pruning gloves that <laughs> yeah, gardeners wear. They are, isn't it? Yeah, gar- <laughs> gardening gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nat Gustin lent them to him. <laughs> yeah. You might want to use my pruning gloves. Because I tell you what, especially on a cold day, when the ball <laughs> smacks your bare hands, it can bloody sting, I bet. <laughs> I got a spare pair of pruning gloves. They belong to my wife, God rest her soul. She <gasps> passed away. What? You didn't mention that? No, I didn't like to bother anyone, but she died uh, a couple Quite of weeks suddenly, back now. A violent coughing Quite fit. On, on the allotment one morning, she was just... She was trying. I told her that the beat troops weren't ready yet, but she tried to pull at it, and she next thing I know, she'd coughed herself to death. Anyway, the good part of it is I did have a spare pair of pruning gloves. And 
Charlie Carter, unusually for a goalkeeper, has exceptionally small feminine hands. <laughs> so I pass them on to him, and he seems to have been getting along just but fine. You didn't take any time off for, like, a morning or the funeral or anything? Oh, no, there were no funeral. I just dug a hole on the allotment. I just stuck her in there. I composted her. Yes. And that is why the beetroots have, is quite ironic, in a way. <laughs> She died because of the beetroots, but by composting her remains, she uh, they've grown like nobody's business. She died so that the beetroot could grow. That's nature that's, for you. That's the beauty the of, cycle the of life. It's the circle of life, Roy. Yeah, just give us the gloves, eh? <laughs> okay, now. This is all I need in the middle of a game. I'll Can we discuss what? this later? You're making me feel depressed. Nah, nah, nah. Listen, I've got to pretend we aren't having this conversation because, to be honest, I can't fucking process it. Uh, I tell you what, though, you give me a few penny ever dies, I might compost there. <laughs> Save a fucking pretty penny on the fucking funeral, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Stick her in a compost, don't tell anyone, the Nat Goston way. I get where he's coming from now. Save himself a few quid. Different cultures have different ways of doing things. There's no, there's no way of saying that one way's better than the other. It's all different, isn't it? Whatever works for you. In, I- in Ireland, they honour the dead differently to how we do here in England. <laughs> And wherever that Gosden's from, I've got no fucking idea. Maybe he's Dutch, who knows? They obviously just chuck the, the body in an allotment pit. I don't know where I'll, he's from. I'll probably just... I'll tell the kids in the press that she's gone off on a uh, extended retreat in Cyprus. I've heard that... By the time people cotton on to what's happened, their remains would have rotted. Duncan Mackay was telling me that in Scotland some people just get fed the pigs when they die. don't know how true that is. <laughs> So, but if it is true, it seems absolutely, it seems very shrewd. <laughs> we need more houses in this country and fewer graveyards, as far as I'm concerned. So, whatever works. Very de- the whole funeral thing is very decadent and indulgent. <laughs> oh, look at me, I'm fucking dead. Let's have a party. Spend all your fucking money on a fucking wooden box what and a all the money. sandwiches. Hire out a fucking pub. Fuck that. <laughs> Get in the compost. Mind you, if I, if, if I die, I've already put plans in place with the mayor of Melchester. They'll have fucking horses with plumes walking through the streets. There's going to be a three-day bank holiday. <laughs> Two weeks official morning. Um, so, yeah, Roy's got his fist clenched. That's the stuff, you rovers. Non-stop pressure. All we've got to do is exploit their mistakes. And then in the final panel of the story this week, he says, and win. And he just looks very, very determined indeed. He says, if we lose to this lot, I may have to accept Walford's offer because I'll be out of a job. (laughs) He's going to jump before he's pushed. Typical Roy. Um, (laughs) He's just fucking, it's constructive dismissal of himself by himself, isn't it? (laughs) I'd like to sue the club. For constructive dismissal. <laughs> well, I, we haven't done anything. No, I've done it myself. <laughs> I should know. I'm the gaffer. I, I made my position untenable Const- by losing. Constructive resignation. It's a new thing. <laughs> just come up with. <laughs> what it means is I'll leave, but I won't fucking pay him. <laughs> so there we are. Um, he could be out of a job. All his own doing. Put himself in goal. Um, oh man look at this so much tantalising promise at the end it says next week Rovers level the score but Roy is injured fuck 
He'll do oh a Bert Troutman, God. break his neck, and then save a penalty. He did, though. Anything's possible, in it. I'm sure that's the inspiration. Or like Sylvester Stallone in fucking Escape to Escape Victory. Escape to Victory, yeah. So there we go. Mark's out of ten for that story. Nine. It's a nine from you. It's a nine from me as well. Um, very impressed with that one. Uh, what else have we got? in this issue to look at we've got also there is a picture of full page picture of Mickey Hazard Spurs midfielder and he's washing the dishes at home with his wife uh, it says as it says here it says it's a far cry from the excitement and atmosphere of match day Tottenham Hotspurs washing the fucking dishes it's miserable but (laughs) even Mickey Hazard has to do it (laughs) so shut up he says, uh, <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur's fast-rising midfield star Mike Hazard gives his attractive wife Yvonne a helping hand with the dishes. For him... His attractive wife? <laughs> Imagine that nowadays. These children's comic, this. She's pretty attractive. You know? she's, she's, let's be honest, kids. She's she's attractive. <laughs> Go on. Even to a kid. You, you must be able to see it. Look at her. She's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> she knocks Penny into a cocked hat. I'd take her over Penny any day of the week. I'll make some calls. <laughs> See if she fancies coming out to a country pub for a, a quiet drink one night. Uh, yeah, what I, what I often do is I trump up a, a phantom transfer opportunity for the husband. <laughs> I'll get Ben Galloway to arrange a meeting with Mike Hazard, <laughs> right, at some motorway services somewhere between Melchester and Tottenham. <laughs> I'll, I'll get Galloway to tie him up in paperwork for the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll make merry with Mrs. Hazard at a country pub that I happen to know has rooms upstairs. <laughs> so there, there they are. It says, for, for him, it's a pleasant form of relaxation between vital games. For her, he's certainly not a hazard in the kitchen. Uh, or in the fucking bedroom either, by the looks of the cunt. <laughs> and she is. She's a very attractive woman. She's um, really sexy. Now, yeah. I don't know if they're still together, but I've, I've found an Yvonne Hazard on Twitter. And, um, not weird. And it's not so, weird that you're Googling Mickey Hazard's wife well, from years ago. You know, just to see, you know. If she's still fit. It's historical research, isn't it? And um, she seems to occasionally tweet um, lots of anti-lockdown propaganda. So uh, we'll just move on from that, I think. <laughs> lots of Spurs content as well. So still a Spurs fan. Who knows? It could yeah. be someone pretending to be Mickey Hazard's wife, who's been pretending to do that for decades. We'll have to get him on that. Listen, uh, Gaffer, I'm, I'm at Mickey Hazard's wife. I've come here to do that photo shoot of him doing the dishes like you asked for. <laughs> get us a picture of Mickey Hazard doing the dishes because we've got a spare page. <laughs> yeah, Pot Noodle, we're going to do an ad, but they've dropped out last minute, so we've got to fill it with some editorial. Get me Mickey Hazard doing the dishes. Yeah, we've got to get his wife in it if she's any cop. <laughs> We get. Oh, I've got to Mickey. I've got to Mickey Hazard's uh, house, and to be honest, she's not up to much, Gaffer. Fuck. Well, we can't have her in the bag. I tell you what, we'll call up an agency, see if they can send one of them showgirls round, double quick. <laughs> try and get uh, Mrs. Try and get a few pictures just of the woman, right? Without Mickey in them, just for me. See if she'll see if she'll do wear something a little bit kinky, but tell her it's not for publication. It's just for the gratification of the editor. She'll understand. <laughs> and the other main point in the issue is Roy's message, of course. Uh, and this, this, it's pretty good. He says, uh, "Hi, pals. 
I'm beginning to get calls and letters in about who is Arrow, which of course is the new strip starring Alan Arrow. Most of you like it, he says. As I said in a recent message, my editor and I think it's great. Of course you do. Uh, we're just as eager as you are to find out what all the mystery is surrounding Alan Arrow. Keep reading and we'll eventually know. Then he moves on. Now, a beef, in inverted commas, oh. a beef of mine, which I have to mention from time to time, and it's for your benefit. I regularly listen to your call of the week calls, and some of you are depriving, depriving yourselves of a possible £3 prize because you either talk too fast or don't <laughs> say your names and addresses clearly enough, or both. <laughs> <laughs> which is the fucking one that really fucks me off. You're like this. <laughs> Bing! Fucking hell, you've wasted my time and yours. I'll stress once again, spell them out and speak slowly and clearly. It could earn you some pocket money. Don't be nervous. You're not actually talking to me. It's just an answer phone. I am Fuck, not going to yeah, come on the line and fucking, chat with you. It's not a robot. If you haven't got the balls to fucking leave a message, don't bother calling. <laughs> this is good advice for future life. Consider it training. So there we are. Um, that's it for next that week's one. side, please. Is Coventry Steve Witten? He used to play for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. I missed that bit. There's nothing of worth in that bit. But um, yeah, there we go. That's the end of that one. Uh, it took us two weeks to get through, but fuck it. There's no hurry. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And as always, goodbye. Be careful.